Welcome, you're on air with Ella, where we share simple strategies and truths from people who are doing something better than we are. Whether it's wellness or fitness and fat loss to just living better and with more energy or changing your mindset to accomplish more in your own life and succeeding however you define it. This is where we share the best of what we're learning from the experts and we're learning more every day. Live better, start now. Hey everyone, you're on air with Ella and today I'm joined by Tilly Harris. Hey Tilly. Hi Ella, how are you doing? I'm great. This is special. We just concluded our very first 21 days of challenge and I'm excited. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was super cool. We're going to talk about it and we are here to tell you guys what the next 21 days of challenge is, which I think you're going to love because a bunch of you were asking for it. So that's pretty cool. But as regular listeners know, we are all about the self-experimentation and about pushing ourselves, Tilly, you know, out of our comfort zone in the name of personal growth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because we, yeah, this idea really is that we try to do things or try not to do things for the 21 day period. You know, nothing radical happens in terms of changing, you know, your body or your spirit in 21 days. It's much more that that's a chance for us to learn what happens when we remove or add certain things in. Yeah. And that's exactly what we did because we started with a bang. In September, we did our first challenge, 21 days with no alcohol. Yes. On the first day of every month, we start the challenge and we open this like private Facebook group so that listeners that want to can do the challenge as well. It's completely free. And we share what we're learning, but also we, you know, obviously encourage everyone to share what they're learning. And it was extraordinary. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it was so much more fun than I thought it would be because that sounds counterintuitive a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But there was so much more, Tilly. I know, I know you and I are on the same page here. There was so much more community than I imagined. Like I genuinely love that group and there are more than 300 people in there right now and it's growing all the time, but it feels like my new 300 best friends. <laughs> oh no, I'm codependent with 300 people now. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> So look, what we really want to do today is just talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, what we learned and share those learnings with people, either the people that are wanting to experiment with their own alcohol consumption or other behavior changes. Yeah. I mean, we gave up alcohol for 21 days. We want to tell you what happened. As a reminder, though, there were people in the challenge who were not big drinkers to start with and were just up for the challenge and the connection. You know what I mean? And then others for whom drinking, it's been playing more of a central role in their lives and one that they wanted to examine a bit more. So I would put you in the former category, Ella, and, and I'm generally in the latter category there. So I'm, I drink more than you, certainly. Yeah, but we were all in great company. And I love that we were covering the spectrum even between the two of us because it allowed us to be super, super honest about what was going on with us and what was coming up for us. Well, yes, because it turns out that even if you're not a heavy drinker, you learn quite a lot when you give it up. And also when you do drink regularly, loads of stuff comes up when you stop. So, so big love to everyone that was so frank and honest about what they experienced. Yeah, a lot of things came up. Tilly, walk us through some of the common themes that came up in our 21 days of no alcohol. Okay, so the big, I mean, there's a few takeaways, but one of the big takeaways was how much everyone's using alcohol to prop themselves up emotionally. For me, this was quite a game changer. The thing is, it's such a cliche. People are like, oh yeah, you drink your feelings. But actually when you experience it, Ella, you're like, oh, that's what people mean when they say that. <laughs> because I definitely use alcohol to upregulate my mood, you know, like I think a lot of people do. Okay, so give me an example. Okay, 
One evening I was going out for dinner with a girlfriend. I didn't really want to go because I was tired and grumpy. And normally I would have, you know, arrived, had a cocktail, got into the mood and it would have been lovely. You essentially laugh off the grumpiness, you know. So I wasn't able to do that. So that sounds like, a, you know, a recipe for a dreadful evening. But actually what happened was I was able to just be myself. And within 10 minutes, she said to me, you seem kind of sad or cross about something. And then whoosh, a huge amount of feelings came out that I'd sort of been sitting on and not really being very clear with myself about. And I was able to go through some quite difficult stuff with a friend and really make some progress on it in a way that I just wouldn't have done if I'd have drunk, you know, half a bottle of Chablis. Yeah, the drinking on autopilot because of the context, that is something we will talk about more for sure. Okay, give me another one. Okay, so, so it's not just emotional, also physical, right? So so using alcohol to, to jack yourself up. And my birthday, okay, went, went out for dinner with my family for my birthday. I was really tired. I'd had a long day. And I just kind of went through dinner being quite tired and then got home and went to bed pretty early instead of staying up with my husband and chatting and hanging out. But imagine that, like imagine us letting ourselves be tired because we're tired. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the thing, isn't it, Ella? Like, I'm not saying it's always good. Like, actually, maybe it would have been nice on my birthday to stay up and chat more with my husband than I did. But it was such an eye opener to think how much of the time I am regulating how I show up in the world with an external substance. Yeah, a lot of these things started popping up for people, no matter what their relationship was with alcohol. And that's kind of what we were saying at the top. I mean, I recognize so many of my own behaviors, but for example, I do this with caffeine. So like I will completely jack myself up and use it as a drug really to because I need to upregulate my physical state. And at the end of the day, you're just screwing with nature, right? And creating like this endless loop of dependency. And it really called that out for me too. And the thing is, there are times when actually, you know, you might be able to smash it in the gym after a green tea or a coffee in a way that you wouldn't have done otherwise. And you choose to do that. But there's a question here of intention. It's about not doing things on autopilot, no? This was so key. I mean, this is where intention really matters, you know, and asking yourself, am I propping myself up with the usual crutches or is this actually adding to my experience? That's a question you and I started challenging ourselves with. I mean, honestly, it took about two hours of the 21 days for us to get really real <laughs> with the Facebook group. One thing that I loved about doing this challenge with you is that we did not pretend at all. We were just like, okay, we just learned a couple of things about ourselves. The sharing of that, the calling it out, the asking ourselves questions, that was easily the most important thing about this for me. Not just us, Ella. That's the extraordinary thing. I think, you know, truth begets truth. And as we were being quite frank about what we were coming up against, other people had the most marvelous insights. Like there was one listener, I think I'll always remember this really, where he just said, you know, that he's, he, he's someone that drinks every day and he stopped for the challenge. And he said he realized he was using alcohol to not show up fully for his work. So, you know, he's a creative and he sits down at his desk every day, but if he's a bit groggy with a hangover, then he doesn't, he has a reason to not do his best work and not test himself. And he realized that when he wasn't drinking, there was nothing to hide behind. He couldn't just put it down to a hangover. So he had to bring his A game and he did more beautiful work and felt more confident about his ability to do that work. He, he was willing to face a fear, you know? But as it turns out, there was so much learning in this three weeks that honestly, it wasn't at all dependent on the thing that we gave up. Like you could swap out alcohol for whatever your habit is, the thing that you use 
to avoid, to cope, to distract, or to entertain. At the end of the day, Tilly, for me, this experiment, and I suspect this will happen again, but this experiment was so much about keeping my word to myself. And I know that was a common theme. Flexing the muscle where I say I'm going to do something because Tilly, I'm like a professional justifier. I can, I can rationalize any behavior of mine that I want to. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. And I think this is something a lot of people experience. Essentially, you know, you would never let your kids down. You would never let your partner down. You would never let your job down. But, you know, saying that you're not going to eat donuts and then eating donuts is fine. Right. Yeah. Um, who's it hurt? Right. Who is it going to hurt? <laughs> and the truth is, you know, you, because you're learning that you're someone that doesn't keep your word to yourself. Yourself. You're undermining your own integrity. Now, I don't want to sound pious about that because I do it all the time. But because we had made this promise quite publicly, it became an opportunity to really practice that I said I would, so I will. This was huge for me. This was probably the greatest takeaway. And we've talked about this before in different contexts. In that interview with Lauren Handel Zander, when we talk about keeping your word to yourself, she said, true confidence comes from your ability to demonstrate to yourself that you can keep your own word. And I was like, boing. I don't <laughs> know why I said boing, but like a major light bulb went off for me. This 21 days was a really powerful experience experiment in keeping my word to myself. Well, yes, because you can very easily say, look, if I have a vodka tonic and don't tell anyone, it really doesn't matter. In the same way as you can say, look, if I eat three teaspoons of nut butter out the jar when I said I was going to stop doing that, that doesn't matter. But the truth is it matters for you, right? It matters for you because you are either training your brain to think when I want to, I do, or you're training your brain to say, I can't trust me. Okay. So that just makes you want to keep doing these 21 days of challenges again and again and again and like baby step my way into keeping my word all the time. And that's the whole point really is it just to keep learning, keep experimenting, keep trying and see what comes up. Okay. Well, let's hit everybody with kind of the good, the bad and the keepers from this thing. What do you say? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Lightning round. What were some of the very good things that came out of this for you? Okay. So so one of them is really obvious, right? But you know how you cannot know something until you know it, even when it's really obvious. So I have just totally been ignoring a known fact and I was really surprised to find out it was true. It turns out exercise actually makes cravings go away. Oh, that's so boring. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, walking into a bar is easier than walking into a gym, but they both stop you wanting a drink. It turns out it's true. I mean, you actually had a night, you were grumpy and we were texting each other. And then I talked to you after you happened to have a workout coincidentally, and you were like a new person and you were glowy. (laughs) I know. I mean, they should tell people that like, clearly no one knows that's a thing. (laughs) You should take a bubble bath whenever you experience (laughs) cravings. Okay. So as it turns out, exercise actually does make your cravings go away. Okay. I love that one. Okay. I had a positive. You save a ton of money when you are reducing or not drinking. Holy cow. You save a ton of money. Oh yeah. It turns out that when you go out with your whole team and, and, and drink all night and pick up all their bar bills, that's quite expensive. And when you go for a couple of hours and drink soda water and leave again, it's really not. I had two experiences with this. One was just the grocery bill, you know, when you're not picking up a couple of bottles of wine just because they're there. And the second one is my husband and I actually went on a little mini holiday and we spent hundreds of dollars less because we did not have alcohol expenses. That just, that just was kind of a nice unexpected perk. I hadn't really thought about it. Yeah, it's really interesting that one. I mean, it, 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 again, it, it sounds obvious, but when you experience it, it feels quite different. And I suppose the other one that I wanted to say, Ella, is, is perhaps more emotional than, than practical, but it's kind of about being a bit more 
woke. So at times I had to experience I don't know, sometimes just a discomfort, you know, walking into a room and saying hi to people and not having a drink to loosen up. And other times to really get in touch with things that were sitting quite heavy on me. But I would say, look, it's not always more fun to sit with your feelings than drink them away. But it does do something for you in terms of moving you further down your path of working out your stuff and, and moving on, you know? We should have called this 21 days of feeling your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, another perk was a great many people were saying how much more productive they were. And I mean, Tilly, that just makes sense. There's the fact that feeling a bit groggy in the morning slows you down, but also just people had so many different projects that they took on in that spare time. It was really quite impressive. Somebody said over the weekend, I remember this, I think it was like the last weekend. She's like, what am I supposed to do with all this extra time in the morning? <laughs> she, she was not accustomed to waking up feeling amazing on a Saturday or on a Sunday morning. I love it. Yeah, that. there was a few people that saw earlier on a Saturday morning than they had done for some time. Actually. <laughs> Okay, but we always keep it real. And this is no exception. Not everything was sunshine and roses. So Tilly, what was something that did not go quite as well as you had hoped? Oh, Ella, I really thought if I went from, you know, drinking a couple of drinks nearly every day to not drinking at all, I might lose a couple of pounds. So, okay, we need to talk about this because I'm pretty sure you thought if I give up alcohol for 21 days, I will fit into my skinny jeans from seven years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, yes, essentially, I'll be an entirely new person. I'll look like I'm 25 and it'll all be marvelous. Okay, but let me call you out on this because we did Facebook Live videos every day of this challenge. So you can see a little bit of a difference. And also we told everybody to take a day one selfie and then a day 21 selfie. I mean, tell the truth, Tilly, what happened for you? Yes, actually, my cheekbones sort of appeared and um, my skin was quite glowy. It's yeah. And it was 21 days. I mean, I know we were talking about how we want to like Amazon Prime our wellness. You know, we're like, <laughs> I'd like my new body in less than 48 hours, please. And the truth is, and we actually did a lot of research about this. If you get in the group now, the video is still there talking about how weight loss actually can occur. And when I talk about weight loss, I'm always talking about excess body fat. I'm not talking about hacking your body to become a different size because you like it on somebody else. I'm just talking about ditching some of the excess weight your body doesn't need to carry around. When you greatly reduce your alcohol and you drink under a certain amount of weight, weight will melt off of your body all by itself, but not necessarily in 21 days. No, there's, yeah, it's disappointing, but a fair practical truth. I have to say, everybody was saying that they were less bloated, less puffed up, kind of. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and less digestive issues and all of that. Like, I mean, it turns out that putting something that's technically poisonous into your body on a regular basis doesn't help it. I was actually able to eat a little bit more because I was like, well, I'm not drinking it. So... <laughs> I enjoyed my food and I was less bloated because I wasn't just like pouring acid into my, because, because alcohol is really acidic. Let me be clear. I enjoy a fine glass of wine. I just mean wine, like caffeine, like dairy, like meat. It's, it's highly, highly acidic. So my digestion was thanking me. That's for sure. Okay. What was another thing that you did not love? So it turns out that a hangover is not always a hangover. Wait, what does that mean? Well, like, you know, very disappointing a couple of days to wake up feeling rubbish and a lot like I'd had half a bottle of Chablis when I hadn't. And a few people experienced this in the group and we came to a conclusion that 
actually, when you take alcohol out of the equation and you still feel iffy, that's a brilliant opportunity to think, okay, am I eating something that doesn't agree with me? Is this a sugar hangover? Do I have some kind of intolerance? Like, have I checked out my hormones or my bloods lately? You know, it, it's actually a really good opportunity to pay more attention to how your body's working otherwise, because you haven't got this smoke screen of, oh, it must be because I had a glass of wine. That was huge. Obviously, though, we remove like a huge, huge factor, right? A lot of a lot more things are going to become more readily visible. Yeah. Again, it sounds like a really straightforward one. It's like, oh, if you want to, ex- you know, experiment with your health or find out what's going on with your health, maybe factor out alcohol. But it turns out that was really helpful, even for people that didn't realize they were struggling with issues or needed to pay attention. Okay, Tilly, before we get into our next challenge, what are you going to keep from this? Like, what do you think your takeaways are? What's sticking with you? Oh, a lot, Ella. I mean, the truth is, I'm not going to say, right, it turns out that my life was so wonderful without alcohol, I'll never drink again, because it turns out actually that some things were wonderful and some things I enjoyed less. So so there was the odd social occasion where I was like, that would have been a bit more fun with a gin and tonic. And and I'm I, I'm happy to own that. But what I don't want to do is I don't want to just habitually drink on a weeknight or I don't want to, you know, just have one because someone passed it to me. I want it to be more of a conscious decision really. So that's a definite keeper for me. And the other keeper that I really wanted to tell you about, it's it's about um, how you rationalize things. And because we often drink cava or Prosecco or champagne in my house, you kind of finish the bottle between two of you because you don't want to waste the bubbles. Um, and <laughs> I mean, who wants to waste the bubbles? <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. But I realized that that, you know, that second or third glass was, you know, to use my body as a rubbish bin, really. It was to tidy up, you know, to make sure there's no waste. And I trained myself years ago to stop doing that with food on my plate. And I hadn't thought about that in terms of letting the wine go flat. So that was just really helpful. There were so many keepers in the group, again, because we were all across the spectrum. We have people in this challenge that came out of it saying, you know what? I really like myself better without alcohol. I'm not stopping my abstinence, which I thought was incredibly, incredibly powerful. We have people who are extending the 21 days to 100 days to then sort of reevaluate and see where they are. We had people say, you know what? I don't need to keep alcohol in my house. I will have it on special occasions or when I'm just going out but I don't need to keep it in my house anymore. Wherever we fell on the spectrum, just saying, you know what? I'm just going to stop having alcohol on autopilot. I'm going to stop pairing it with certain weeknights just because it's a Friday, for example, or I'm going to stop pairing it with certain venues. Or there was someone who said, I literally had alcohol just because it was a family get together every single time we had the family together. And I learned that I don't need to do that. I'm like, eh. So, so listen, Ella, it's worth pointing out as well that although the 21 day challenge, this 21 day challenge has finished, that group is, is going to stay. And if anybody is interested in going back and watching the 21 videos that we made and reading the comments and all these insights that we're just giving you the highlights of right now, like you can completely join that group and dig down and, and find what you need in there. Yeah. I'll put the link in the show notes. It's so easy. If you're in Facebook, just search Tilly and Ella and it should pop up 21 days of, and it'll have our new challenge at the top, but all of the history 
from the first challenge will remain in the group. And also you can invite anyone you want to do it with you, which is kind of more fun. Okay, Tilly, one more keeper for me, as I've said already, was in keeping my word to myself. It helped me call out how much I justify behaviors that only hurt me. And so that is my major, major aha moment here. My keeper is to be more intentional and tell myself the truth when I'm engaging in self-rationalization about something I already committed to doing. This challenge helped me see my own habits with a new lens. And for me, a big takeaway is that that no one ever needs a fourth drink, Ella. Really? I mean, I often don't need a third or a second. Uh, but what I would say is even those big nights where it's a huge social event and you want to yeah. bounce from high to high to high, three drinks will get you there. Like you don't need the fourth. The fourth is where things go where you don't want them to go. The fourth is where you say stuff you didn't want to say or where you, where you wake up feeling really ropey the next day. Or it's the fourth drink isn't a good drink to have. And a lot of us in the group decided that, that whatever the social occasion, it wouldn't call for a fourth drink. Hashtag no one needs the fourth drink. <laughs> hey guys, it's Ella. I'm interrupting our flow here because I need to tell you something. I need your help for real. I'm calling on anyone who's listened to the show for a bit. I really need your help. I wasn't sure I was going to tell you this, but then I was like, these are my people. These are my friends. So here I go. I'm being vulnerable and I'm asking you for a favor. The short version is... Apple Music took the show down for a week. They took the show down for a week. It's a long story. It's a technical flag that they threw up and they took the show down without telling me. I only found out because some of you guys told me that the show was no longer coming up in search. So why am I telling you this? Because the show was essentially off the air for a solid week for anyone who was looking for the show and wasn't already a subscriber in iTunes. So I didn't panic. I was like, what do I need to do to fix it? Fixed it within 15 minutes and it it took them five days to put the show back in. Why am I telling you this? Because that is a really long time to be off the air for new listeners. So I need your help. I am calling on the Ella army. Okay. Can we be the Ella army just, just till we get this task done and they'll never call you that again. I promise. Can you open your app, whatever you listen to the show in is fine, but particularly if you listen in iTunes or, or Apple Podcasts, and can you search for the show and then leave a five-star rating or leave whatever rating makes sense for you? But obviously, like I'm calling on the people who would want to leave a five-star rating. If you could leave a rating, I know people ask for that all the time and it's so boring. I know, I know, I know. This is really different. If a bunch of you, like honestly, even if like two dozen of you go in to your podcast app and leave a rating and review, it will help the show so, so much recover a little bit. It was kind of devastating. It was kind of a big deal. And I really thought twice about whether I should tell you this and ask you this. And then I was like, wait, this is literally what we talk about all the time. And by the way, if you had any technical difficulty accessing the show, that was why. So anyway, it's all sorted, but your rating and review through iTunes would mean an enormous, enormous amount to me and the show and to new listeners. So there's my ask. If you don't mind, take 30 seconds to do it today. Thank you so, so much. Love you. Okay, we are about to announce the next challenge. And as you reminded us, Tilly, at the top, we start these challenges on the first day of every month. So if you're listening to this in real time, that's October First. But of course, you can join the challenge whenever you hear this. That is always the case. Yes, absolutely. I mean, people are joining two days before the end. You know, there's an ongoing resource that's worth digging around in. It's, it's lovely to do it all together. Do go and sign up, but equally drop in and out as it suits you. So our next free challenge, drum roll please, is... Yeah! 
21 days of movement. So this is a great one. We, we actually came up with this because so many people have asked us for it. So many people feel that they need to move their bodies more. And, you know, they're sitting over the desk 12 hours a day or they're, you know, being at home and not having time to go for a run or whatever. And a lot of people are finding that they feel like they have to go to a full on exercise class or not do anything. So what we've made this a really achievable task. What we're saying is 21 days of moving for 21 minutes or more. And just like the last challenge, people will be all over the spectrum here. So I want to be really, really clear about a couple of things. If you exercise, like that checks the box. You know, if that's a day where you went for a run or you went to the gym or whatever, that obviously checks the box. For people who exercise regularly, this is much more about the movement piece. So on the days you're not training hard, it's about moving your body, whether it's through stretching or yoga or walking the dog, but really celebrating the movement instead of the hard hardcore, got to kill it. So for me, I would put myself in that bucket, Tilly, where if I'm traveling, like no matter what I'm doing, I can find 21 minutes to raise my body temperature or to raise my heartbeat, you know, and, and get my breath and gear and really focus on getting in my body. And it's only 21 minutes. So if you have to get up a little earlier, we, like it's very manageable. It will still be challenging for people because doing something that you're not used to doing and finding time for it in your schedule is, I think it is a genuine challenge, but I think we're going to learn as much about ourselves doing this as we did when we stopped drinking for 21 days. I'm really excited to get as many people involved as possible. You don't even have to talk or be involved. You can just watch if you don't want to be someone that gives comments. There's going to be a lot of extra resource for you. We have a wonderful trainer. He's completely adorable. He'll be giving you some great tips on stretches and exercises and things. There'll be a lot of um, sweaty selfies from me and Ella. Um, What else will be there, Ella? We will be live every single day in the Facebook group. This will be very much an accountability group. So if you are seeking inspiration or motivation or accountability, like this is the place for you. And every day we will post what we did and everybody else in the group can share what they did for accountability purposes. But as you say, we're going to deep dive into habits and mindset because how do we not do that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because we like to geek out on this stuff. Okay. So if you haven't exercised in three years, or if you're a regular fitness guru, 21 days of movement will have something for you. So I cannot wait to see you guys in there. If you're on the mailing list, Tilly, we're just going to email them the link so that they can just opt themselves in. They don't even need to do anything. Oh, actually, could people, if anyone's a listener that likes what you do, Ella, or is interested in the challenges or any of that, could they, if they haven't already, go to your website and sign up? Because we're increasingly going to be putting out some really great stuff that you can only get if you go through the emails. So please do go to Ella's website and sign up for that because there's going to be some real treats there too. Okay, so you heard it here. Jump on the email list at onairwithella.com. All of the show notes and links for this episode will be mailed out to you if you already are. And of course, you can find them at onairwithella.com. You just search by the episode number. We make it really easy for you. Okay, Tilly, I'll see you October 1. Absolutely. I'm excited for this one. See you in there. Bye. Okay, everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's show and got something out of it that you can use. If you did and you want to learn more, just go to onairwithella.com, where I put up links to all of the good stuff that we talked about today and more information about our guests and all the good stuff that you did not need to write down today because I got you covered. Thanks for listening and thanks for inspiring me. You are quite simply awesome.